Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Do you know I heard something across the, the summertime? People talking about our cashless society and, and whether we would eventually end up completely cashless. And I was voicing the opinion that I, I don't believe we ever should. I think the day we lose the choice is, is the day we lose an awful lot. And then someone in the same conversation who would actually be older than me said, yeah, PJ, but... You know the way the view of the world now is that cash is for old people and and young people, anybody under 30 is gone happily cashless and doesn't care if they never saw a euro note again. I, I, that, I, that bothers me. That does bother me if that is the case. The NCT then have thrown their hat in the ring this week with the announcement that they're going cashless. Now, I don't know whether... You can still pay cash at an NCT counter. Because it's one of those things I would pay for with my card. But they've taken any choice away. So within a few weeks, stroke months, when you're booking your NCT, you'll have to pay in full online when you're booking. You can send in a postal order if you don't have a card. You can send in a bank draft or a bank transfer if you don't actually have a card. But you can no longer, I think you can no longer even pay at the counter with a card once this happens. And you certainly can't arrive to pay the balance or to pay for your test in cash. And a lot of people unhappy about that. I'll talk to Dennis in a while who's really unhappy about it. Now, Dennis is no fan of the NCT, but he's really unhappy about this. Claude, come back to where I started that conversation. This idea that... Cash is for old people, and and real money now is digital money. Um, you, you'd be younger than me. Do you think cash is for old people? Good morning, Claudia. Hey, PJ. I think what it is is we grew up in a society where we were paid by cash. You know, you get your little brown envelope with all the notes and coins in it at the end of the week for your wages. Yeah. And kids now... They've never had that. It's always been the bank, you know, so they've never really had that feeling of having the cash in your hand. Yeah, yeah. But they, you know, and they work without it quite happily. They use their watch, they use their phone, they use their card. They go out on Saturday night yeah. without without a, a brass farthing in, in their pockets. They're okay with that. But how do you feel about the move towards cashless in general? I completely disagree with it just because for me, I think there's a time and a place for both. We do need both. But 
the main concern for me is the traceability that if everything that you're doing you're doing with your cars there will be come a time and a day when you're going for a loan or you're going for a mortgage and they will see exactly how much that you've spent in Reardon's in the last month exactly how much you've spent in River Island in the last month every single detail of your life they'll be able to see every single penny that you're earning like you will have no privacy whatsoever with the comings and goings of your own cash and that scares me the most about it. That's interesting because I have in my hand a set of figures released by AIB only in the last 24 hours, Claude, where they looked at card spending, just AIB now, across the month of July. And I go through the things that they know about our spending habits a bit later, but it, yeah. it casts some light on what you say. They know how we're spending our money. They know how much we're spending on a few pints, how much we're spending on the health club, how much we're spending on sweets. Now, yeah. they tell us all that's anonymized and that they don't really care about how much you're spending. You don't agree? I don't. I think it'll become like China, you know, the social currency that actually we'll all have social currency. And if a bank sees that you don't really spend your money in a way that they see is the right way to do it, then your score, your social score within the bank will be significantly reduced because they'll be like, oh no, that person, you know, clearly drinks a lot, clearly wastes a lot of money on clothes or makeup or jewellery or, you know, whatever that they're spending that money on. And mm. I think that's really scary because I know years and years ago, facial recognition and all that was, you know, outrageous. But now in China, it is it is happening Mm. Is going on there is such thing as social scoring people and the more they know about you the more that they can do it and the more control they can have over you now i know that's really like well it's out there it's an out there so early in the morning but <laughs> it, it is a possibility and you kind of do need to think about it you know and i also love going to car boot sales mm. imagine that you know you'd have no cash to pay at a car boot sale or you'd have even homeless people, you know, I love to pop some money in the cup for them. If I have the coins on me, I very rarely do now. Or even the charities around at Christmas. If no one has cash, then how are these people going to continue on with their day-to-day -day lives, you know? Yeah, yeah. No tooth fairy, for example. Yes. Oh, my God. Although I hope I don't be losing any teeth no, at this point the, in my the life. The tooth but. fairy can't be <laughs> tapping the child's pillow, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to see cash. To, like, I don't know, you go out Saturday night. Um, do, would you have cash in your wallet going out? Soda? Oh, People are actively trying to put cash in their wallet, you know, yeah. to pay with cash there a bit more than they would have before. Yeah, you'd go out, you'd have some, if you were popping out for a bit of grub or a couple of drinks, would you bring cash with you? Yes, always. Yeah. I have both, just in case. Yeah. Just in case I spend more than I intend to, but I do bring cash in the hopes that I will spend that cash only. And if you went into a bar or a restaurant or a shop and you found that it's card only, how do you feel about that? Um, if I was at the point where I could leave, like I hadn't ordered food or edit or whatever, I would leave because... I don't think it's right. It's legal tender. I don't understand how legally any premises can refuse cash. It is money at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Something is uh, that hospitality workers. Now, when myself and, and, and Queen Bee are out for a bite, one of us will always say, going in, I have a bit of cash for the tip. You know. Exactly. Because I don't like tipping on the card. I don't like this 
cyber tipping. I, I want to give money to the person that, that served me and did a good job. Do you know? Yeah, and also I feel like it's a trust issue. You're thinking, are they actually getting it? What's really happening? Do they know I've paid that tip for them? You know, I feel, yeah, if you've got the cash, you can hand it to them personally. It's nicer and you feel like, no, look, you were what you did was great. It was a great job. Here you go. Whereas, like you said, if you're paying with the card, it's not the same. Now, as you know, Claude, I wouldn't be much of a fellow for frequenting beauticians. Uh, but, but, <laughs> but, I'm told that in some beauticians' places and parlours now, they actually have an app where you can tip the person who looked after you. Would you trust? Oh, well, I wouldn't even good. trust that. I wouldn't even trust that. Oh, well, if everybody within the salon had access to the app and they could see exactly what was happening, that would be great. But I am a beautician as well, trained, and I worked for years That's in Island Hair and Beauty. Yeah. yeah, and the girls there, the hairdressers and the beauticians, you know, if you were doing a leg wax for somebody and it was 16 euros, sometimes someone would just give you the 20. Yes. And those tips could save your week, you know. If you were having a really poor week, that little bit of extra cash in your hand could get you through. You know? thing. Simple thing. You get paid on Friday. You broke on Thursday. The couple of tips exactly. is the bread and milk and cheese on the way home. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, there's just, you, there's not enough to be said for keeping on to cash. It's a disgrace that people can run businesses and say they do not accept cash. The Minister for Finance just, spoke to us here a, a few weeks ago now. I must try and dig the audio out. He said that he's minded to let, he might, if necessary, he might legislate to make sure that when you go into, say, the beauticians or the hairdressers or the cafe next door for coffee and a muffin, that they have to accept cash up to a certain level, say 50 quid. How would you feel about that? Um, I think it should be cash no matter how much the amount. If you have the cash in your hand, okay. you should be able to pay with cash. What about people who don't like banks? And more and more, I'm becoming one of those people myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. And people who actually keep all their cash, which is a terrible thing to do inside your house. But there are people who do do that and they should be allowed to do that. It's their money and they should be able to pay in whatever way is legal. All right. Dola, thank you, Shashi. Oh, wait, one eight ninety six, ninety six, ninety six. No, it just struck me, that conversation that I had recently with a person, was that a party, a person who's actually older than me, and said, PJ, cash is for old people now. And this guy went on to tell me he'd be three or four years older than me he said, I haven't actually held cash in my hand physically in over a year. I don't need to. And I thought, yeah, whether you need to or not, you know. Like, here's the thing. Although I've noticed in airports, it's become damn near impossible. But when I go on holidays or when I go traveling anywhere, even if I'm away on a business weekend or have to go somewhere, travel to a meeting, fly to a meeting, doesn't happen these days, but you know yourself what I'm getting at, right? Always, always, always inside in the inside in the folder with my passport is a 50 euro note. Uh, always. Uh, and I encourage my, my daughter when she's traveling and I encourage anybody who knows me when they're traveling, put 50 euro into your passport because you could be caught somewhere without a sovereign in your pocket. You could lose your card. You could not be able to access your bank. A few 50 quid in your passport or in your wallet, you can always get a sandwich. You can always get a taxi. Oh, wait, one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. The NCT thing, I'm going to get into that in more detail with Dennis in a second. Dennis doesn't like the NCT anyway. <laughs> and he'd have no crowns at me saying that, but I'll talk to him. Yeah, but just, I mentioned that with, with Cloda. 
and it's just appropriate that AIB issued a set of figures that issued them in the last week or so um, looking at how we spent our money in the month of July. Those of us, I am, those of us who are AIB customers and have cards with AIB, how did we spend our money on card in the month of July? And they're able to tell us that spending in the pubs and off-license was down 2%. Here in Cork, it was down 5%. Spending on fast food was up 7% compared to last year. Uh, Hotels were up 3% compared to last year. The fact that Barbie and Oppenheimer came out in the same month and the weather was crap, they were able to tell us that there was a 132% increase in spending at the cinema. Taylor Swift and Coldplay, massive surge in spending on concert tickets. Now, they stress in their press release that this was compiled from 70 million transactions which were anonymized. So they don't know that PJ Coogan spent 40 quid in the pub or the restaurant or the shop. They, they, they don't know it was me, but they know that somebody spent 40 quid on fast food. And Claude's point is they are going to know everything we're spending and spending it on what and how we're spending it. And it's, look, it's a bit out there to be looking at things like social social engineering and stuff in China. But there is this mad conspiracy theory that if the bank doesn't like the way you're spending your money, uh, when you want to go and spend it, you can find it limited. It's a mad conspiracy theory. But there you go. Oh, yeah. On Friday, 28th July, that was the highest spending day in the month of July with AIB customers, which was probably payday for most people. The lowest spending day was Sunday 23rd which you can imagine there's a lot more money month left than there's money so people were broke the hotel sector recorded an increase it's just is there something in what Clodagh is saying would they be able to watch us the NCT story broke in the last couple of days now according to the examiner the latest is that the Department of Transport is looking into it and and the Road Safety Authority is also looking into it. But, but as we speak, the NCT has announced that they are going cashless over the next couple of months. And that you'll have to pay, prepay for your test in full before you take it. Long before you take it. I think what they do these days is you pay, is it you pay a deposit or, or you book and you pay at the centre. That's gone now. That's all gone. You'll be booking online. You have to pay in full. You can pay by card. You can pay by postal order. Who uses them anymore? You can pay by bank transfer, but you can't pay with cash. NCT going cashless. Dennis, you are far from happy about it. Good morning. Uh, good morning to everybody who's listening and to Um The point I raised there with you the other day regarding monopolies. Oh, yes, uh, you were on yes. before, yeah. I was on before. The NCT is a monopoly, and it means they can do whatever they want, and you can't vote with your feet, because you can't go any other place. Now, if you go into a shop, and you want to buy, as I do, Vodafone, a bit of credit, 20 euros on the phone, and the shop says, sorry, we only were cashless. As I have done in the past, I said, fine, keep your card, 
and I go down to the post office and I'll pay my 20 euros. Mm-hmm. Now, the NCT, they can't even give you an NCT for nine months, as I've experienced. Now they're telling you that, yeah, your money is no good here. And as a consumer, you can't take your business any other where else. I see your point. If you want to live in a cashless world, then that's fine. But if you don't and you want to get someone to test your car, you can't. Correct. Because this monopoly, this Spanish company, has been brought into Ireland. And well, they were awarded the contract, Dennis, after a tendering process. That's how these things work, just for the sake of balance. like. Yes, correct. But then you have no choice. You are now dealing with this company. Prior to that, you could go to a DOE center Mm. or a garage. And if they didn't give you good service, you could say, okay, mate, I'm not coming back here the next time. I'm going some other place. Now, you're not getting good service from the NCT at the minute where you have to wait nine months. And now you can't pay cash to them. The next thing they're going to do is, and mark my words, they're going to stick up the price. And you won't be able to do anything about it. Well, that's contracted. The price is contracted, I think, for a certain period of time. And they have to go back to the government for permission to raise the price, I think. Yes. Okay, I can't argue that point because I I didn't sign the contract. Mm. Nor would I give the monopoly to somebody. Now, we should have some fat civil servants sitting in an office someplace that look after monopoly. We Mm. should have a commission in this country. And is this crowd a monopoly or not? And I'm saying they are. That's one argument, and you've made that... Yes, I have. Nobody seems to do anything about it. We've we've had that... But with regard to the refusal to take cash, and, and I'm the first one to say... I want the choice. More and more places, more and more entities are taking that choice away from us. Correct. And the only chance you have at the minute is to say, well, I am not dealing with that shop if you don't take cash and you go some other place. You cannot have that choice now with a monopoly. They're saying, hey, pal, it's cashless and you can't do anything about it. Now, the Minister for Finance was interviewed a couple of months ago by my colleague in the newsroom, Katie, and it was, it was put to him, is it time to protect cash like, say, Italy have done and other places are thinking about doing? And the Minister did say that he is supportive of business being transacted through cash. Are you suggesting perhaps some member of government should turn around to the NCT and say, actually, you're not going cashless? Correct. Straight away, they should have been told this is not a cashless society. The euro should be accepted when you present it as a form of payment. It's a fundamental right that a person should be able to pay cash. And if the government sees any place where it's not functioning, they should bring a line or tell these people. As I said, Michael McGrath has been well disposed to at least thinking about that in the interview he gave to Katie a while back. I'd be very much, just broaden the the conversation for a minute, Dennis, I'd be very much, I'm just back from holidays, and everywhere I went, you could pay with cash or you could pay with card. I didn't see anywhere that refused cash. I saw a few places that refused card, but I didn't see anywhere that refused cash. I personally, as an individual, like the choice. Do you, just as a a punter, do you think that choice should be legally protected for me? I do. 
the state was set up by individuals who gave their lives for this country. And we can't have people coming along willy-nilly. The currency that's recognised by the state, we're not accepting it. And the government should step in. And I should say, I pay with my card or with my phone rather a lot. Yes. But by the very same token, I'd like to dip into my wallet and pay for something with cash. And I feel... Again, I'm broadening the discussion for anyone who wants to, to contact us. I demand the choice. Yes. Now, you can listen to McGrath and all these. We have countries full of great talkers, but we have very little doers. The NCT is the latest yes. body to go cashless or to it signal is. its intention to go yes. cashless. And I think yes. you, you feel, Dennis, it's time to step for somebody in authority to step in and say, no, yeah. you're not doing that. This is the line, and you're not crossing it. Now, don't hold your breath, DJ. Hmm. But that's what should to, should take place. And shops, when you go into a shop and you have money in your pocket, you should be able to pass the money over the counter. What is the legitimate currency of this country? The euro, absolutely. The euro. But it's in the interest of the banks and everybody to get a cashless society, and then you're going to find... There's going to be a big hacker get into these crowds someday and they'll bring the system tumbling down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you'll be left there with that you can't spend your money. Dennis, the NCT is where we started, but yes. it's it's a broad topic. We've it discussed is. it many times, and I we think with, now with a, a, such a, a large organization as NCT going cashless, whether we want it or not, you're saying, I think, very clearly, it's yes. time for someone to put up the hand and go, stop. Stop. Stop this nonsense. Dennis, thank you. Thank you, PJ. I don't know whether you agree with them or not. Stop this nonsense. Uh, there's a lot of support out there for just the right to hold on to cash in your wallet. Anna, morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? I'm, I'm well. Do you think I opened the program by saying someone said to me, someone older than me said, cash is for old people. Do you think? <laughs> Look, uh, uh, there's a really easy, interesting statistic that says uh, if you have 50 euros and as your friend was on earlier, you give it to your beautician and then she goes into the shop and pays it and then the person who delivers the vegetables gets the 50 euros. After 10 transactions, that cash is still 50 euros. Mm -hmm. And after 10 transactions with your card, that 50 euros is now worth a fiver because 45 euros has gone to bank fees. And I know it's difficult to go to the ATM. It's a little bit inconvenient to take out cash. Is it though, Anna? Really? It's what I think it is. And as you were saying, for younger people, I think it is. But if people don't go to the ATM and pay their local uh, shops and uh, beauticians and restaurants and bars in cash, everywhere is going to be cashless. And the only people who are going to get rich are, are the banks. Mm. And you've got to stop the banks getting richer and taking all the money out of our economy on bank fees. I've no issue with a person wanting to pay cash or card. I, I pay both myself. I carry cash in my wallet and I carry cards in my wallet and I have a card on my phone. Likewise. But, and, but I want... I, my biggest issue is with the choice being taken away from me. Is that what's Absolutely. important to you? Absolutely. And But, you know, I see my daughter and all of herself and her friends, their cards, tap, tap, tap. And the other thing is, they don't feel 
you know, when you've got a 50 in your pocket or a 20 yeah. and you put it across the counter, like you feel the pain of, you know, passing over your cash. It makes you a little bit more spend aware. It's the true. young people, they just tap and tap and tap and tap. And they, I guess it just doesn't feel maybe real or, you know, it, it's just easy. Easy to spend. Consumerism is going up. Materialism is going up because they've made it so easy. Mm-hmm. I was out with a friend of mine actually not far not long after I came back from holidays and I had cash in my wallet and sat up at the counter on two bar stools and I called two pints and put a 50 up on, up on the counter and back came the, the shards of what was left and I goes oh. <laughs> exactly. but I know exactly what you mean like you get exactly. that shrapnel these days you know? Yeah, no, but, exactly. but, but if that's coming out of me phone it doesn't, it doesn't feel you don't even feel, feel the same you're no, right you're it right. doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Anna, thank you. 0818969696. John on the NCT itself, cashless or not. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. You wanted to talk I, about the NCT and, and getting getting appointments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to book uh, an appointment for my wife's car in January, right? And uh, I went through the NCT system and they gave me an appointment for September. I couldn't believe it, right? <laughs> And uh, I went. Uh, I went out to. to uh, I, I actually cancelled this about a month ago, and they gave me an appointment two weeks later. I, I said, "Look, I'll take a cancellation. I go out any time to you, right?" And I got a cancellation in April two weeks later. But I went out, and uh, the lady at the, at the counter outside there. I said, "I said to her, look, why do we have to wait nine months? Oh, we're so busy, right?'" Well, I said, "Isn't that strange?" Because I said, "I have a car in Spain." that I take for an NCT, there are no appointments in Spain. It's the same company that we're talking about. Oh, okay. There are no appointments. The charge is the exact same. You just drive in. So last, in, in June, my car was due uh, for an NCT in Spain. So I drove out to my NCT centre, which is about the same equivalent from Blarney, to, from Cortelli to Blarney. And I arrived out there, and I was I timed this now, PJ. Right, I went in, I handed over the paperwork, I paid my card, I paid my card, mm. and I was coming out the gate of that NCT centre twenty three minutes later. Good to go. Good to go. Right. But how so do they I, how do they get around the demand side of it, John? Well, it, the demand manages itself from the point of view is that if I drive up to the NCT... No, this has never happened to me, right? But if I drove up to the NCT centre and there's a queue a half a mile long, would you stay in the queue? No. Yourself, no. teacher? No. Of course not. So I have to manage... The people going for their NCTs manage their own time. What What does it cost? What does it cost this, this company to manage the appointment system? And they're not doing it very well. Mm. And the I, I wasn't aware, John. Thank you for that. I wasn't aware it was the same company, does it? Yes, the same. It's the same. It's a Spanish company that has the NCT contract for Ireland. Atlas. And and if uh, I, look, I, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm doing this for years in Spain. And I, I, I'd say no more. I'd say the longest I've ever been waiting would be maybe half an hour or an hour. The lady, the lady in Blarney turned around and said to me, look, she said, that wouldn't work for us. I said, well, why not? 
And she said, I said, it works for Spain. But she says it wouldn't work because we wouldn't know what our workload was on the day, you know. I said, yeah, very simple. I said, you have the same level of staff. You look out your door. You, you, you can see what's, what's ahead of you there and then. People will make up their own minds when they want to, whether they want to wait for you or not. Mm-hmm. And she also made the point, that, you know, that um, how many NCT centres near me? I said, I have two. And I said, I, I've used both. And it might suit me that if I was going into a place called Terrivieca and going in shopping and I might go to their NCT centre oh, yeah. instead. And, and it's the same thing. And oh, this is down the Alicante region. All oh, right. Okay. Yes, yeah. Okay. And so what we're, what we're talking about here is they have two NCT centres out there. And one is in Pilar and mm. the other one is in Terrivieca, which is almost the equivalent to Bandon and Blarney. Yes. yes. Do you know? Yes. And yes... We can drive in there and drive out, and it's the exact same service. Now, I have, to say, yeah. I, I have to say, I have to say, I timed our NCT test in Blarney uh, last week. And uh, in fairness to them, uh, it, it, they got the car out in similar time. Yeah. Once, once they started. Well, getting in there, it's quick enough and efficient enough. Yeah. And everything. You'll be in and out in 40 minutes once you're in the front door, yeah, or even yeah, less sometimes. You are, you are. <laughs> just getting in the flipping door and getting and getting on the list and getting an appointment. John, thank you. There's something I didn't know, though. The same company does it in Spain, and they don't have an appointment system. You just turn up, and if there's a, va- a vacancy, there's a vacancy. They'll tell you how long you'll be waiting and all that. I'm, I'm only waiting now for someone to say, Ah, yeah, but PJ, stop talking about Spain as if we... Why? If it works there with the same company, why doesn't it work here? Dave... Quick point from you. Good morning. Good morning. What would you like to say, sir? The question there would be, uh, what happens if the bank goes on strike? They've done it before, and they cut us all. What happens then? Money, yeah. no money, you know. Everybody that, that had cash, it just ran out. That was the end of that. Yeah. You went begging. That's right. That's right. So you're I'll, saying I'll leave in, you with that one. In a cashless <laughs> world, what happens if the banks go on strike? Yeah, the, the bag of Japanese gold teeth from the Second World War will be out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, oh, I'll leave you alone. Right? <laughs> I'll have that image in my head for the rest of the morning. Thank you. Quick point there from Dave. 0818 96 96 96. Playing in, paying in full or part for the NCT is the right way to go, says Johnny, because it stops people cancelling at the last minute. Valid point, Johnny. I think it's 23 quid you pay when you book and then you pay the rest on the day. And and yes, I think that's how it is. But the point being made here, Johnny, is the balance on the day should be acceptable in cash. It should be acceptable in cash. Dennis's very important point about the NCT is they're the only company doing it. They've made this decision, if you don't like it, tough. And over in Spain, to add to it, we had John saying the same company does the same thing in Spain. No appointment system, just turn up and they'll tell you how long you'll be waiting. Let us bring in a, a, a voice of a man who's generally a rock of sense with regard to all things money. And he's rarely given us a bum steer. In fact, I can't remember if he's ever done it in the entire history of the opinion line. I speak of John Lowe, the money doctor. John, good morning. 
Good morning, PJ. Nice to talk to you again. And you, my friend. So many people are uncomfortable with the move towards cashless by the NCT and in general. Start with the NCT. Well, NCT uh, have introduced uh, a no cash basis uh, application for your, um, your your car test, um, and I actually think the vast majority, PJ, of applications that are going through at the moment are online. You can't put cash through online, so you have to use either your IBAN and big number or your credit card, debit, visa card, or even your Revolut. So uh, it, it's a fait accompli. I, I've just come back from uh, London this weekend. I was at, uh, fortunate enough to be at the Tottenham United game. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I arrived, I was told Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is a cashless stadium. I had brought £100 sterling um, as, as kind of, you know, for, for pocket money type of thing. I, I wasn't able to spend it at all, anywhere. <laughs> How did you and, feel and, about that, John? Uh, I'm very happy. I, I have to say, I'm probably one of the few people, um, and I am over 60, <clears throat> you know, um, that embraced IT. Always did, always have. I mean, I, I change my phone every two years. Uh, so I, I, I can't even remember, PJ, the last time I actually took the cards out of my little pouch that I have to, that house my uh, Visa debit, my Revolut, my credit card. Uh, my, you know, you used to have a, a check card at one stage. That, that's gone, mm. the check card itself. But um, it, it, I've, I've embraced it, and, and I'll put it down to one word, convenience. Everything is about convenience. It's has it's hassle free. Uh, no matter where I go, you know you you you. Uh, and again, in the Tottenham Hospital Stadium, it was very hassle free. You just tapped your phone, mm. and and if if you if you didn't have it on your Apple Pay or your Google Pay, um, then you you have your card and you could just tap your card. I, I actually don't really see what the... I mean, Age Concern came out and said there's 300,000 people over the age of 60 who've never accessed the internet. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure about that, number one, um, whether that's just through apathy on their part or whether it's through the fact that they haven't got the opportunity or, to, or the need to do this. And I, I'm, I'd be very surprised if people who are over 60 and who have a car... Uh, don't have somebody who can arrange um, their car to be tested and, and to go through the NCT. What about, in in the case of the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, John, I personally, I'd be a sports fan, I personally would have felt quite aggrieved if I'd gone to the ATM, taken out £100, and here I am inside in a stadium, and someone is telling me, actually, no, you can't spend that in here. It's legal tender. My yeah, problem well, is, is the it, removal it, of choice, John. Yeah, it is legal tender, and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it, the only inconvenience was that I went, I came back with £100 sterling. Um, that was the only inconvenience as far as I was concerned. And um, will I be going back to London or UK again? Yes, I will, and I'll probably mm. bring have that with me when I, when I go back. But, you know, by 2031, PJ, we will have a cashless society. Now, I do feel sorry for the likes of charities, uh, for people who, who unfortunately, are out on the street and, and, and begging. Um, although somebody said to me, which I, I, I found a little bit difficult, to, to uh, that, that this particular lady said that she didn't believe that you know 90% of those people who are begging are genuine. 
Now, that's another day's another work, day's but conversation, I, I still but, yeah. have an empathy for anybody who's out in the cold and, and, and begging. But they, they, they survive on cash and, and coins and if, if they're not available any longer. One of the benefits, though, of a cashless society is that you go down to your, your, your corner, and if you are into drugs, which I'm not, um, you can't expect your drug dealer to have a card reader. Not going to happen, is it? It's not going to happen. So you know the the, the main thing about uh, I mean, I was one of the first people in in the kind of South Dublin area forty years ago to actually be given an email address, PJ. Mm-hmm. Well, it was actually thirty years ago, thirty one years ago, and um, I mean even before the banks, I was in first active at that point, uh, and I embraced that. I, as I said, I change my phone every two years. Yeah, I've got the latest Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy photographs are unbelievable. I mean, I, I, I remember buying a, a, a video and a really expensive SLR, the uh, yeah. Yashica camera. Yeah. yeah, I haven't used it in 10 years. I, I remember carrying it. a briefcase around with all my gear in it. Now it's all in a phone. That's changed and we all understand that. Mm. We all embrace it, John. Mm. I'm just a little concerned by what you said a minute or two ago, that it's an inexorable fact that by mm. 2031, Ireland will be cashless. I personally... Even though I use I use my card, I use my phone, mm. all these things, I am personally very uncomfortable with the removal of that choice. You say it's convenient, I don't doubt that it is. I would put it to you, John, it's far more convenient for the bank and far more convenient well, for the you, vendor you, you, than it is for me. Ab- absolutely right there, Pete, because it is a, 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 about money, actually, at the end of the day. I mean, the, uh, all the bank branches have reduced around. Bank of Ireland reduced their branch, branch network by, th- by one-third. The credit unions have gone down. The po- post offices have reduced. Uh, and it is all about staffing at the end of the day. Staffing is the biggest cost of any of the, uh, of, of the banks. It's, it's a huge cost. It's, you know, like 60, could be 60, 70%. So if you can reduce the staff and then reduce them the need for people to go to a branch uh, and then even the ATMs believe it or not 40 years ago was the first ATM in Ireland and that was actually mm. believe it or not in Stillorgan. It was called Pass <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, and, and yes, and there and the past cash. That's right, the past cash. My gosh, now we're going back. Um, but but they are uh, now, uh, as I said, even the ATMs are being reduced. You know, and that's not with with the aid of a digger. I might add. You know, they're, they're actually voluntarily being, being taken down because uh, there's not as much a need as there was for yeah. people to take but, cash but, out. But, but those, for example, those bank links, as we all call them, or drink links or hole in the wall, they're being replaced now by private business ones which don't charge a commission here. But when I was in Spain a couple of weeks ago taking out my own money, I had to pay for the privilege of doing so. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are we going to end up paying yeah. for it here eventually? Well, that's why I say, and, and again, there's, there's also still that thing about um, security on cash. You know, people rob people for cash, you know, uh, and going to, to uh, you know, ATMs, you know, uh, there's also scams there, even on the ATMs themselves. Uh, so, uh, it, you know, it, what is the solution? I mean, uh, I have access to my credit card statements instantly. I can find out. I can, I can go and do a payment, and I can access it on my phone, uh, what, I've, what I've just spent, and I yeah. can see it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's fantastic. And, and in fairness oh, to... The advantages, John, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you, the advantages are stacking up, and every week there's a new reason to work online or work cashless there's a new yeah. there's a new positive but are you are you predicting for me and you and like i said you never give me a bum steer are you <laughs> predicting for me that we will lose the choice and we have no choice in the loss of that choice i think that it's inevitable that we are going to go down we we won't be going down the crypto route i can tell you that much mm. uh, but i do think that um, you know the cashless where it's in your accounts and bank accounts and you're using your credit cards your prepaid cards uh, and your debit visa cards and your iban and your big numbers if, if you go into directly into a bank they're going to be more and more uh, in vogue okay john always a pleasure john Lowe, uh, the money doctor author of the money doctors uh, book every year and always worth it find any good bookshop I, I say this because john is a, an old pal of the show and i'm always happy to plug his book uh, it's it you'll spend money on the book but you'll actually save money if you read the book oh wait one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six um Dennis is right, but the NCT is going to be even more customer unfriendly, says this one. They are, they're now looking at closing on Sundays. Uh, very few people have heard that. Bernie, people should have choice. I will never use a card. What about when the ATMs break down, says John in Cove. Morning, PJ. Young people would have more money if they only spent cash going cashless. is causing poverty. People have no idea what they're spending. As for the NCT, everybody should pay with postal order. That's the same as cash, and they'll have to lodge it at the end of the day anyway. Karen says the driving license centre doesn't accept cash. Yeah, you see? But here's the prediction from John Lowe, the money doctor. By 2031, we will be cashless. He predicts we will be cashless. It's just going to happen. I, I'm... <laughs> I have immense time for John. I never in my life hoped he was wrong more than I more than I hope he's wrong today. Dermot, what would happen if the banks went on strike for a year? That actually did happen in Argentina. They survived, but it was desperate times. He had pictures in Time magazine of doctors 
rooting through bins for food. I wouldn't be keen on becoming even more dependent on the banks than we already are. It's one thing to say we offer technology to make things easier or do things you could never do before. But there's a a terrible drive on here now to ban or exclude people who don't want to embrace or dare not embrace technology. Maybe they won't be able to pay for things or they'll have to use it to apply for appointments. I agree with you wholeheartedly that there should be a choice. On the plane to Spain, we had to pay 6.40 for two coffees on the Alba Star. That was the airline. They wouldn't take cash. There were old people on board who had no cards and it was terrible for them. I was on Ryanair. They don't take cash anymore. I don't think Aer Lingus take cash anymore. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, but but it is what it is. I also discovered on Ryanair, maybe it was just the day I was travelling, but my Revolut card wouldn't work. My bank card did. I had money on my Revolut card for, for, saved up for the holidays, but they wouldn't take my Revolut card on, on Ryanair. Uh, I had to use my bank card. Maeve, I don't believe in a cashless society for many reasons, but the main one is people who are in coercive control. Now, this, this, Maeve, and I, 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 I want to come back to this, and I'm very interested in this, and I'm, I'm quite taken by this. So I'm going to read it now and then come back to it again, Maeve. I don't believe in a cashless society for many, many reasons. The main one being people who are in coercive controlling relationships who have to account for every penny and they need to be able to have cash for themselves. That's an interesting one. That's one you wouldn't think about. God, we've hit a nerve this morning. We've hit a nerve. 0818969696. If you call now, you'll get in. Probably at the back of a queue against after C, Selena and D and Cullum and Brendan and Aaron because this one has touched a nerve. Brendan, morning, Brendan. Brendan. Good morning, PJ. What would you like to Uh, say, sir? uh, My thing on it is the cost of being cardless now. Um, I'd be talking mainly, say, about airlines and buying concert tickets. Right. You you can only buy them with cards, but they all now have an administration fee, which bumps up your price. So if everywhere goes cardless, then will they all be putting up the administration fees? That's very so that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we thought it was going to be cheaper because we were cutting down on costs for businesses, but they have gone the opposite way. Mm. If you buy, you buy tickets, tickets for, for a theatre, a theater, and the ticket is and the 27, ticket is 27 euro, euro, I'm hearing myself, I'm hearing myself back up the line. If you buy the, the, ticket, the ticket's 27 euro, and then when you go to the checkout on the website, there's another, we said, two euro per ticket administration fee. I see where you're coming from. That's the, the point I'd be making. This And it's per item on your, it's not for, if you buy two, it's two times that. If you buy ten, even though it's the one transaction. So that would be my fear that everything is just going to get more expensive because they'll just add on these administration fees and there'll be no control over those. And if I go to the counter, the box office in the theatre, and I buy two tickets for the front row for tonight's show, that's 2.28, that's 56 euro, and done and dusted. But if I go and buy online, that's 56 euro plus 2 euro 20 per ticket, that's gone. That's gone over sixty. The person behind the window is getting paid. I didn't think we had to pay wages to computers. Not alone do we have to pay them, but they're more expensive than the 
person sitting behind the counter. Yeah, it's fairness. Fair point. Thanks, Brendan. All right, we'll try Aaron third time lucky. How are you, fella? BJ, how was the crack? Good. What would you like to say, sir? Third time lucky. Gotcha. <laughs> Cashless Society. John John Lowe says that by 2031, it'll be a done deal. Well, I'm like yourself. I hope not. Mm. Um, I love having the option. Yeah. Um, we're not benefit like the way it's put, put across to us. Oh, cashless is cashless is going to be the way to go. The way to go. But for who's who's it going to benefit? It's not going to benefit everybody whatsoever. It's only one person going to benefit off the whole lot of this, and that's the bank. Yeah. You know, the, all this tapping charges, it's the charges, charges, and more charges. It's just ridiculous. Um, it's just, I, I personally think it's very, very good to carry on the way we are. By all means, do certain places and have cashless, but have that option there. Mm. So it's wrong. I would, we're completely sh- we're going to be shut out. I seem to remember, my, my memory is a small bit rusty, but I seem to remember that at the start of the pandemic, there was talk of what became known as a tap tax. And the minister at the time, Pascal Dunne, who stepped in and said, no, there will be no tap tax. Mm. But if it was, it was thought of once... Actually, who, thought, thought of who thought of that, PJ? Yeah. You know? They yeah. taxed it basically for everything else. Next, it'll be fresh air. Yeah. The know, tax- there's, not one, there's not one thing that we haven't been taxed on. Somebody was talking about, and now it was tiny. It was like five cents on the tenner, or something really small. But it all adds up. Yeah, it, does. it adds up to the to the families too, who don't have much money whatsoever. You know, are already finding it finding it very tight. They're yes. watching every cent they have. They're watching every you know bit of food they have. They can't afford much as it is. And, and there's the thing, Aaron. Them more. Cash is much easier to watch. C- cash is. It's always been the same. Cash has always been easier to watch. With this card, you're tapping here, tapping there. Before you know it, you've spent two, three hundred euro, and you don't realise you spent it. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Aaron. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. John, hi. How's it going? You had to get a card. I had to get a card to get my um, driver's license. Right. They don't no. take any cash at all, no. No, whatsoever. The most amazing part was that I got my my um, interview for the the card, went in, everything up to the point of the, the cash. I hand, was handing over the cash. The girl said to me, the young lady, she said, unfortunately, we only take card. No, this was, no sorry, Dan, was this for your license itself? Yeah? License. <laughs> the license, the actual, it's not, it's not the old pink or paper one any longer. Oh, it's, it's a card, yeah. Ball. And to get that card, you'd have to pay, or sorry, you'd have to bring in bring in a credit card, a Visa card, whichever. But they won't accept cash. Yeah, yeah. which I found to be very unfair. You know, I renewed my driver's license online last year, or maybe eighteen months ago. And online, of course, you pay by card. But I was surprised yeah. to learn you can't. And again, in a public office. In a public office, and this is the most amazing part is that the government say. We're we're stamping out discrimination, yet they're they're discriminating against people paying cash. Yeah. Now I'm going to be the devil's advocate. What yeah. what was your problem with with not being able to pay cash? Like, I don't have a credit card. I don't have a banking card. Okay. My reason my reason for not getting a banking card is simple. When when you originally when the banking cards came in, the government put a ten euro levy on it straight away. That was just the government. The banks then, every time you use a bank card, 
whether it's a, a Visa card, whatever, there's money coming out of your account. For mm. one transaction, you you'd go to the banks to get something. For every single transaction you make, regardless of how many times you use it, the bank is getting something. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The, ben- the banks are the benefit are, are benefiting from this, not 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 the punter. John, thank you. That's the thing. Driver's license. You can apply. You go in. You get through your up to the counter. Get your photograph taken. Fill in your form, and that you can't pay cash in the public office. The driver's license. Public office. You can't pay cash. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. I want to come back to Maeve's point and read it again. I'll come to you in a sec, Kevin. But Maeve's point which I want to reiterate, and this is hidden in among all the various reasons that people have and all the liking and disliking people have. Here's Maeve's one. She said, I don't believe in a cashless society for many reasons, but the main one is this. People who are in coercive control relationships often have to account for every penny. They need to be able to have cash aside for themselves. That's worthy of thought. Kev, your own point. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you keeping? Good, sir. Good. Uh, we've talked about this before, and we're coming at it from different points. And I can see, I think John's right. I think if it, whether it's 2031 or, yeah. or, yeah, or further down the line, I think it's just banks yeah. will make it unaffordable for businesses to take cash. Yeah. They'll make it more, they'll make it too expensive. And they'll t- put the onus on businesses to turn around and say, look, it's costing, we can't absorb this, it's costing too much. Like it's being sold to us, and John says it's very convenient. And yeah. yes, it convenient for who, though? Well, it can be convenient up until the point where it wasn't convenient, because a friend of mine went over to yeah. Liverpool last weekend and got out of John Lennon Airport, got into the taxi, got to the end of his journey, paid the driver, got out the cab, man, taxi driver drove off, man, he lost his phone. He left his phone inside in the seat, one of those folding seats in the black cabs. Mm. Yeah, left his phone in there. Inside in the phone was his cash, was his boarding passes, was his match tickets. <laughs> Everything was locked into it. And I did exactly the same in May, but I was fine. And it was never bothered. But I, phys- I had a physical card in my back pocket. I never used it, but I had the card on me. And I always had the, I had the boarding passes printed out because of the fear of losing my phone. Because if anything's going to happen, it'll happen to me. So I had, but he got stuck and he was lucky enough, the, a friend of his let him set up a Gmail account on his phone. And through that, they were able to sort him out. But the rigmarole he had to go through. Mm. And it turned out, in the, it turned out in the end, the taxi driver, that was his last drop off on a Saturday morning, went home, didn't get back into the car until Monday morning. Oh. Uh, lo and behold, there's a phone and he got it back. Good. <laughs> but at the same time, there's, there is pros and cons to it. There genuinely is. Yeah. And if people ignore the pros and cons, then, you know, the convenience side of it is going to go out the window. I mean, the idea that you can't control your own spending is a nonsense. All I do with mine, I go from my AIB account, I'll transfer 100 quid into my Revolut. Mm. I leave my AIB card at home. If I'm going out on a Saturday night, I've got 100 quid in my Revolut. Once it's gone, it's gone. There's no overla- overdraft limit. And like you've got a 50 quid in your passport, I'll have a 20 quid in me, in me wallet as taxi home money just in case. But there are ways and means. And, and younger gener- the younger generation are going to drive this. It, it, it's, if John is saying that you've got eight years to get literate on this mm. and get used, I'd say 10. But you it's see, going to be, it's I, it's not going to wait of petrol and diesel cars. 
Yeah, it's not the no, literacy not. thing that bothers me. It's not the literacy thing that yeah. bothers me. I'm as, I'm, you know, I'm as I know you are. fluent as an ex-fella. But my problem is, Kevin, and I, I said this to John, like John found himself in White Hart Lane and he had £100 in his pocket to mm. do what you do in there, beer, burger, yeah. whatever, to discover yeah. it's a cashless stadium. Now, I would feel aggrieved by that because your choice is gone. I was in the Aviva mm-hmm. for Ireland against uh, Wales with my daughter there last year and I discovered going up the stairs that it was cashless. And it didn't bother yeah. me, to be honest, Until because I had the money on me revolute. What if the whole... And I, I did read later that at, at an event in the Aviva, the, the flipping system went down. So they had to give people free yeah. drinking at halftime. I, I honestly believe it's down to cost. I honestly believe it's down to cost and speed of transactions, especially in places like what, the new White Hart Lane Stadium, Anfield, the new stand that they're building. It's exactly the same principle. It's speed of transactions. It's not having to stand at the queue and wait for someone to hand the change back when you're at halftime and you've got 15 minutes to serve 10,000 people. And then you have the cost of a security company coming to collect this cash and the target that's on, on its back. The, and it mm. eliminates staff theft. It eliminates so many obstacles. And it's great for bookkeeping and accountancy that you know you can monitor what you're spending, what your income is, what mm. your outgoings are. There, like I said, there are pros and cons. This is an inconvenience for some people. But for the vast majority, it's going to be the norm. You'll be an ideal man now to throw one or two of the conspiracy theories at that are coming in. Right? Um, mm. the, the government wants more control. All governments do. Of course the, it is. There's some dear The Chinese government has this social score system, and you can be barred from a range of activities. And it's really frightening. It's what could mm. be done. Uh, if, yeah. Another one, if you don't agree or comply with the government, then they can access your accounts and freeze uh. them. I would be very sceptical that that would be allowed, bearing in mind you've got a big, a big oversight in the fact that the EU regulators would be yeah. all over this. Well, the quote, the, I mean, the, the next line of that particular message, which doesn't have a name on it, it happened in Canada when the truckers protested yeah. against lockdowns, the government froze their wages in the bank. I, look, I don't shoot the messenger here. I, I'm, just, I'm just literally tell, saying from what my experience is that I... I probably wouldn't have that much cash and yeah. I wouldn't use... I'd be what the person now who would use this getting a roll and a coffee in the morning. Yes. Because it's the convenience of tapping my phone. I don't need to be bringing a wallet with me when I'm out on a job. Uh, I have my phone for other things, uh, mainly for listening to yourselves. But it's like... It's, it's, I can just see that way, the way that that's going. And I can see it going the same way as it with petrol and diesel cars will be obsolete by 2050. Because manufacturers aren't going to supply them. Yeah. We're, we're, and that's, we're, we're, it's going to come at it from that side, we're, not we're, from a push from customers yeah. driving us. We're being driven towards it. And, and as John said, 20, thank you, Kevin. Kevin says maybe, maybe 10 years. John Lowe, Money Doctor, says eight years. By 2031, the cashless society will be a reality. The sad part of that is that in all the years I know him, John Lowe has never given me a bump steer on anything. And that's the worrying part for me. 0818 96 96 96. I was out in a restaurant, says Anne-Marie, and they couldn't accept cards as the Wi-Fi connection was down. They were only taking cash. I, I, I had cash, but if I hadn't, I'd have had to go out and find a cash machine late at night. Not a great idea. Not very safe. So I always carry a little bit of cash. I was out during the summer... I'll tell you where it was. I was at the Marquis one night. 
and I can't remember what gig it was now, but I went to the bar to get a pint and the machine, the Wi-Fi, or whatever was controlling the cashless machine, was gone down. And I couldn't couldn't get a pint. Now, it came back on maybe five or ten minutes later. But that's the problem. If, if, the, if the system... Like, it happened in the Aviva Stadium. I can't remember what the event was. But they had to let people have their drinks at halftime because the cashless system just went down. What happens in White Hart Lane... When the cashless system goes down, the Wi-Fi goes down, what do you do then? Oh wait, one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Driving license centre does not accept cash. We're talking about the move towards a cashless society, NCT, gone cashless, driver's license centre, completely cashless. One of the most respected analysts in finance in the country, John Lowe, the money doctor, has just predicted this morning on this show that by 2031, the country will be almost entirely cashless. People, I think, shocked at John's uh, prediction. But Kevin, just there before the break, it, it's inevitable. This is, this is where we're headed. And what happens when you give communion and confirmation cards? We all like to put some cash in the card. We meet a friend in the street with a couple of kids, give them a few coins for sweets. Is that gone? Unfortunately, I think it, it may well be gone. Someone says, what about a blind person trying to use a card? That's from John. Thank you, John. Someone of your callers mentioned that people paying cash can hold up the rest of the queue. Uh, speaking of which, Mossy, just hold up, up there for two minutes in my queue. I'll be with you in just a sec. PJ, have you ever seen someone attempting to use the card and it doesn't work and then they think it goes through and it hasn't and they're walking off and the staff have to run after them? The whole system can be held up. Yeah, where I have been actually is in the in Aldi, queuing up with my few bits and pieces of groceries. I was paying with my phone, it was only three or four little bits. But there was a woman in front of me, most misfortunate situation, she took her card out, she put it into the into the machine, and the machine wouldn't take it. And she looked at it and goes, oh no, that's the old one, that's out of date. And she had to go fishing into her wallet. For, you know, 0818 9696. Now, Massey. Hi, PJ. How are you? Good. Your thoughts on this one? So, PJ, it's very interesting driving along, listening to you there. A um, couple of things came to my mind. Number one, when, when there's total control and we have no cash in society anymore, are we faced with the likes of you and me that like the pint of the weekend after our week's work that, you know, your, your limit is 10 pints per person per week and you tap your 10 pint and after that it's out the gap and good night for the weekend. Is that the type of thing the government will enforce on us in the future? Will there be things like, you know, uh, tax on sugar? You know, you get a sugar limit in, and, and when you when you tap that, you know, whatever it is, you like a fizzy drink or you like whatever takeaway, you'll only be allowed so much and then you're cut off. Is that the type of society that we're heading for, you know? Now, there are those sitting listening to you talk, Mossy, and they're saying, put on your tinfoil hat a little bit tighter. But, but in, in China, they already have social scores. Yeah, you, you, you can really see it. If it starts, you know, it's like everything. If it starts somewhere, it usually ends up there, you know. Yeah. Uh, while we're all for card, I mean, geez, I paid my own house insurance yesterday with my card um, for the year, you know. We're all for cards, but I certainly believe your your social choices should be left to yourself and it's your own private business, you know, for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, that, that shouldn't be up in lights for anybody, an employer or the government or anybody else to see, you know. Well, if you just look at the set of figures that I read out this morning from AIB and they had just looked at July and they said there's about 70 million 
card transactions uh, between, between shops and online during July. And they were able to tell us what we spent more on, what we spent less on. No, they say the data is all anonymized and we, we must believe them there. But they're able to tell us what we spent more on, what we spent less on, where the trends are, that there was a huge run for concert tickets, but that daily spending groceries was down 7%, clothing was down. They were able to tell us all of that because the, because the data is at their fingerprints, or at their fingertips, rather. I, I definitely see if they can break it down like that to the population, they can definitely break it down to the people in the future, you know, and see exactly what you spend. Now, our and names, they, GDPR is very strong in that regard, Mossy, in that the bank can't know are not, al- are not allowed to know what PJ Coogan spent. Yeah, I, I see that today in the world we live in today. But what's to say the government in 10 or 15 years' time changes all that legislation or the European Union changes that legislation. Let's say they want to get rid of obesity for some, for, you know, for argument. You know, they can now control what people buy in their groceries. They can control what they buy in their takeaway. That type of thing. Is, is that the future? Yeah, that you're, you're saying, if okay, Let's let's tie a few threads together. So you are being treated for obesity. You you're 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 struggling with your weight. You go to the doctor. Now this is I, this is me wearing a tinfoil suit, let alone a tinfoil hat here. Right? Yeah. So yeah. you go to the doctor, and the doctor says, "Massey, you need to lose three stone, my friend, because you have an operation that I need. I need to do an operation on you, but you need to lose three stone, my friend. I, I, I can't operate until you use three stone." You say, "Grand doctor, I'll do my best." You pay his fare or use his fee with the card, and, and that night you fancy a Dino's, yeah. and your card won't be accepted. Is is that what you're saying? Is is that the future? Is, is that is that where we're heading with all of this? It you sounds know, mad, doesn't it? It does, but every you know, as you listen to people in different areas around the world, isn't that the way things are shaping up? That we, we are heading for what we look at in movies, you know, from twenty twenty five when we looked at these movies ten years ago, and the world is controlled by credits and all of these kinds of sky fi movies, you know. And True. Is that is that the world we're heading for? Well, well, well I can remember watching Star Trek, my one of my favorite shows of all time, and back in even the seventies in the original Star Trek, nobody ever handled any money. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. you went to the, and you you went to a shop or you went and you bought something 10 forward was their bar on 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 the the enterprise no one ever paid for cash on 10 forward for anything but there were and no one ever paid for their dispenser in the it was all done through credits and when you were exchanging like when they were buying stuff buying fuel for this all sounds mad buying fuel for the starship enterprise it was credits credits yeah i i, I think you know with I, I'm not going. I, I'm, I'm not one of these lunatics that thinks we're going to be controlled by anybody. But you know, the banks getting total control of your finances and all the charges that go with it, and yeah. taking away people's free choice. You know, I see a big advocate there. The cash always one of the big publicans in the city there, Benny McCabe. He always speaks out, and he's dead right. You know, if a person wants to go in and have four pints yeah. on a Saturday evening, that's his business. It's no business of the banks, or or it's no business of his business and losing money because of that transaction. Yeah. You know, instead of paying, you know, your ten or your four pints, Benny's on. You know, getting nine euros or whatever the case may be. There you and go. There you go. Which means inexorably prices will go up at the counter. Massey, thank you. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Think John Lowe's prediction, Money Doctor's prediction this morning. Uh, on the opinion line and we'll podcast the interview later but 
his prediction that by 2031, cashless society will be a done deal. I think that's knocked a lot of people for six because I've still got six lights lighting here. Nina is in the Netherlands. Hiya, Nina. Hello, good morning, uh, good afternoon. <laughs> Hi. You, 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 Hi. You, you listen to us over there every day because you, you spent some time in Cork, didn't you? Yes, yes, which I would listen anyway because, well, I just like your country and oh. I, I like your radio station. Thanks. Lovely oh. to, well, lovely <laughs> to hear from you on this one. Your thoughts on now, where the Netherlands, is it going cashless? Uh, well, the Netherlands is already... Uh, not very cash cash friendly because most of the places they do have uh, only uh, card option. Mm. That's true, but that's because it, well we are used to it, and uh, really not a lot of people use cash. Even older people they they don't use cash, mm. uh, and uh, mostly people use also phones. Even I do, I have a card linked to my phone. Yeah. So, because I, I just, I got tired of, yes, constantly checking my uh, wallet and my cards and everything. And uh, it's just simple. It's convenient and for you, yeah. It, it, it really is. And I honestly don't understand this uh, panic around this because I don't think that cash, cash will be gone. Yeah. Uh, I think that you can still use both options, whatever you are most comfortable with. But seriously, panicking that it will be gone and that banks will control your money. And I mean, they already do and banks don't care where do you shop. Do, do people really think that banks or governments are checking where do you shop like where do you go for a beer like nobody cares about that you're you're the first person to make that point many people have made the opposite point that the bank it wants it fine like the bank might decide you're having too much sugary food for your own good Uh, but you don't think that's ever what about about major events in the Netherlands Nina I, I ask because my daughter is headed over with her friends to, to Zandvoort this weekend for the Grand Prix. Uh, she's a huge oh. fan. And I believe that the, the whole Grand Prix campus is cashless. Is, is it gone that way? Uh, I think that, yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, also retailers, they find it easier to just uh, use carts and yeah. not carry cash. It's uh, also safety related. It's, uh, I mean, it's uh, more dangerous, especially at these big events, to to carry that much cash. That's true. That's true. And uh, personally, I have also a very bad experience because once I got my wallet stolen as a student, I carried. Um, I just got paid by my student job. It was around 300 euros, something like that, and I got my wallet stolen. So I got left with no money. So since then, I carry not more than, let's say, 10 or 20 euros in my wallet. If it's really necessary. And you know the way everything is done with the phone now? Do you carry a physical card just in case you lose your phone? Just in case I do, yes, just in case. All right. Not taking cash, says Bill in Valencolic. Not taking cash. 
is taking away our civil liberties. If the NCT doesn't take cash, people should not get the cars NCT'd. Simple as that. We need to protest about this like we protested about water charges. This is not on, says Bill in Bellancolic. As a business owner that used to go to the bank two or three times a week to lodge cash and checks before COVID, to now I go once every two weeks. The car machine can and does go offline at least once a month for a few hours. And we lose sales because people don't have cash. Plus, we've no comeback on fraud with card use. And fraud is getting worse. Only last month, we sold an item that was paid for with a tap. And the customer then returned the item for a refund, but used a different card. Ah. A week later, the bank contacted us saying the customer never used his card with us and the money was taken back. No ifs or buts, just our loss. If they used the pin, we'd have a better chance, says Killian. Now, our phones are playing up a little bit. Let's see if Mary Jane is here. Hey, Mary Jane. Hi, PJ. How oh, are you? How are you, girl? Cash or Good. card? Do you carry cash if you're out and about, do you, anymore? I Yeah, I do. I do because um, I like to tip if I'm in a restaurant, but I, I only like to tip really with cash. So I, if I'm out and about, I'll always, or if I'm in the hair salon or the nail salon, then I will always tip just with cash because yeah. I like to give the cash into the hand of the person that serves me. Now, what the tip, the tipping policy is in the restaurant or the salon is, is up to them. But you know, I, I like to let the person know that they've given me a good service and, and to tip them. So that's the first thing. And then, as I said in my tweet, you know. Um, if I'm out for, you know, if I'm going for coffee or whatever, I've noticed once or twice I've been overcharged, like mm-hmm. I've been charged for two coffees or I've, you know, I've been overcharged for something. And then it's very hard to go back later. Um, and it's embarrassing as well to say, to, to go back and say, look, um, you know, that meal deal, you know, the sandwich meal deal was only five fifty, but the money didn't go off. But, you know, you tap and you don't even think to look on the keypad to yeah. see how much it is. Yeah. Yeah, that had actually That's that actually happened danger. to me on holidays. We were having a spot of lunch, myself and Queen Bee and the Umfala, and the bill came to about, what, 37, 38 euro. But I looked down and I said, hang on, none of us had a drink here. There's two glasses of wine on that bill. Yeah. Now, if we tapped and went, we're done. You know? That, that's there, it, and, and there's, there, nothing, there's there nothing you can do. There was a genuine error, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, and, and I do think, like, I do think, you know, in in the likes of like your local centre or spire shop or whatever, like the cashier isn't trying to do you out of anything, but it's just you know if something scans, you know, and that's down to technology again. Like it's not you know they're not manually putting in the price of one fifty or yeah. ten fifty or whatever. Um, you know if it, if it lets you down or whatever, and then I think you were saying it earlier. Like if you walk away from somewhere and you think you've paid. Somebody running after you is so embarrassing. Like it looks like you're trying to to diddle them out of the money, but you know you, it doesn't always beep when you're tapping and stuff. I just think we're headed down down a kind of a bad route. And as well as that, I find it very hard to keep track of what I'm spending when I'm tapping all the time. That's the other thing that I've noticed. Waking up on a Saturday night, a Saturday morning after a Friday night out, and looking at your phone and going, "Oh my god." I know, and then you see, like, if you have multiple cards, like if you have a joint account, 
with somebody or something and you know you're putting the, the, the drinks at the joint together or whatever you're not realizing it it's like oh god you know so it is it's kind of like i do think and i i do think there's an element in me as well that i love a bit of privacy like i'm i i'm here i am now and i'm on the radio i love privacy but i'm i'm um changing my mortgage provider at the moment mm-hmm. and it's a big i'll tell you if i had known what i was doing when i started i wouldn't have bothered i just stayed on the the higher rate but the thing that they're that they're asking you for you know is your bank statements and i was actually mortified looking at my bank statements <laughs> i eat out and socialize and do so much online shopping that i was like oh my god this is yeah. actually i'm just great she's looking for 200 grand says the bank go here, go here. <laughs> exactly she's moving her mortgage and you look at her but i was looking at and it's only when you because you know now even our bank statements are automated for the most part. So I only get like a once a year thing from my bank about my mortgage. But, it, it, you know, the increases, um, I was on a tracker mortgage, so I kind of have to change. Now I have to mm. to be uh, sensible about it. Um, and I've been putting it off and putting it off. But when the bank statements came and I was looking <laughs> at, because I would never look at a bank statement, I was like, oh my God. And then it got me thinking, right? Like, there could be somebody using my card and I wouldn't even know it. Now, I have to say, recently, Permanent TSB rang me because um, they said that somebody in Nigeria was trying to use my card. Was I trying? It was a company mm. in Nigeria. Now, it was only 30 quid or something, but they cancelled. They, they didn't allow the transaction to go through. They cancelled the card and they rang me. But, like, which is great that they're, that they're watching you so they're much. So and I remember when I, got my, when I got my credit card... Um, I was w- one of the first purchases I ever made was a pair of sunglasses in Lanzarote um, in one of those things and because it was over a certain amount of money they rang me to make sure that it was me that had done the transaction yeah. Yeah. So, in fairness a lot like of the banks are that- very careful that they're very careful Mary Jane the clock unfortunately is not my friend I leave you go thanks a million for that Quartz 96 FM Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.